When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is Sheep Hibbets the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. are so weird like <laughs> no I was just looking at it like this okay so I'm not a science person so like most things in the world don't make sense to me but like in my head this should be like squishy but it's like metal like the like the grids you know what I'm talking about yeah for sure because there are squishy mics like the mics with the squishy protect is that what you're talking about no like oh. I look at this and I'm like oh that's definitely squishy okay like you know knights like the ones like the silver yes number one how was that chains, comfortable? The really thin chains. Yeah, that exactly like you would like think that, the shirt would feel like something, like yes. knit, but it doesn't. It feels like metal because it is metal, you know? Yes. The head of your microphone's a better rep of that because mine's black. So I yeah. look at yours and I'm, I'm like thinking Renaissance Fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know um, what I mean? So I always know. wonder, I think it's so funny how singers and performers hold the mic, when they have to hold it with their hands. And they like put it in their mouth. Yeah. Like, girl. And they're holding it like that and they're, they have their whole mouth up against it. I think yeah. that's so funny. No, because like when I would have like my little mic when I was a kid, <laughs> I was like, this is the moment I decide that for myself. Am I a mouth, am I a mic in mouth person or not? Granted, I can't sing, so that wasn't the biggest issue at the time, but... I thought I was going to get there eventually. And then I love it when they keep firmly grasping it, like when they go like this with their fingers. Mm-hmm. They're drumming against it and they point. And then they like pull the hand back. I don't know. It's, it's so funny. It's very Justin Bieber. I feel like. Like I feel like that's how he does it. You know, he's like. Oh, and they put their finger over their nose. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like Those ponytail. She'd be putting nothing like two miles from her mouth. I know she's loud. Ariana I know Grande? she's loud. Yeah. You call her ponytail? I only refer to her as ponytail. I don't what? know how she doesn't have traction alopecia. Because that girl be, had been pulling her ponytail back since 2012. Uh, coming from someone with thin hair, I completely agree with that. I wonder how she doesn't have thinning hair. Also, what do you think about her and her new boyfriend? I don't think it's real. You don't think it's real? I Any, mean, he played Spongebob. Whenever there's news and it ends with 
as reported by TMZ, I do not believe it. Yes. Because I don't know if anyone's ever seen TMZ in the wild. They're a bunch of random men in cargo shorts running around LA with a camera, like tripping over plants, trying to take a picture of Addison Ray getting in her car. Why would they know? <laughs> you know? Two, it does make you a little bit sad because he does have a wife, and I'm pretty sure the woman's either pregnant or they just had a baby. So, like, no. And you know she has a reputation for wrecking homes. Does she? Of, I actually never knew that. But I kind of hate that saying because why are we not talking about the men's role in this? They are the ones that had a girlfriend and left in the first place. But you know what? In those situations, I think everyone's to blame. Yeah. But I don't think it's true. But funny thing is, me and Chance did see him in SpongeBob on a school field trip in New York on Broadway. And I'm kind of just like, as a person... You know, you guys know, if you've heard that one episode, how I feel about adults who are in children's entertainment, like the Wiggles. Like, how are you as a Wiggle, at the ripe age of 52, touring around with children, singing like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, and then going home to your family and like, you know, like, yeah. Like, I don't know, like... Like, how can you be an adult after that? That's how I feel about all the adult guest stars on Sesame Street, you know? Well, like, I feel like, okay, but Sesame Street, like, you're a guest star. But, like, people that, like, actually play the Muppets, like, you have your hand up Kermit the whole day or, like, Miss Piggy, whatever they're called. Is that Elmo? No. No, that's um Miss Piggy Kermit. Or, like, even the Elmo voice. Like, oh, yeah. You do that all day, and then you go home, and they get to, like, chug a, like, can you chug a beer after that? Is that weird? Same with, um you know, Phineas and Ferb. Ashley Tisdale's one thing, but, like, the man who played Phineas and the man who played Ferb. I don't understand. And like Baljeet. Were they like, young though? They were young though. They're our they, age. Were they? They're our age. Oh, never mind. It's actually played by a grown adult. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually 50 so years old. But he's gay, so it's different. Okay. The guy that did play Phineas, I I know that he is our age. That's so funny. Because... I know, but like the rest of them. Like, I literally don't understand. I want to know the guy who played, who's the bully? Or like know? Peppa Pig. That my name is Peppa. Yeah. She's 18, but like the rest of them is a little bit weird. Like you're oinking for, I don't know. But then also, I just, I always go back to Sesame Street because you have to like count with these Muppets and, and well, I guess they're not Muppets, but you have to count with like the big bird and be like, oh my God, one, two, what comes after two, three, you know? I just feel like how can you maintain your adulthood after that? Jack Miss Rachel. Who? She literally has like, it's a phenomenon actually. Okay. She's this woman. Her name is Miss Rachel. Okay. <laughs> and she wears a pink t-shirt and overalls and like stuff in her hair or whatever. And she just makes videos like one, two, three, four, that's how you count. Then babies ride till dawn for Miss Rachel. Like, there's this video on TikTok where there's, like, a baby party. They're all, like, one. So, they, like, can't really walk or talk. And they have, like, a woman come in dressed as Miss Rachel, like, in the overalls and the pink shirt. She's a random white woman with brown hair. Like, she's not even, like, that identifiable. Like, if you held her in a lineup, couldn't tell you who she is. These babies are like, that's not Miss Rachel. <laughs> oh, really? And I was like, they will ride to dawn for her. And I love that. Okay, wait. Tell me if this is Miss Rachel or not. Because I was at a family event last weekend and my like cousin's baby was there. This baby is like one and a half. And he was sitting there and was so well behaved. And I was like, oh my God, he's so well behaved because you know me with children. Yeah. If you're new, hello, my name is Sarah. That's Sydney over there. And I that's cannot Sydney stand over. the sound of babies crying. Um, I think it is literally so... Like, it makes me want to drive a screwdriver through my head and then, like, yank out my brain through my ear. Like, it's just actually, like, I can't stand it. Sydney knows. So, I go to this 
like a family event, I'm really nervous about spending time with this baby. I love the baby. It's my cousin's baby. And this baby's so cute, just literally sitting there rocking back and forth, watching his little iPad. And I was like, what is keeping this baby so calm? And I was curious, so I looked over, and it was this woman with, like, brown hair, pink shirt, and overalls. Is that Miss Rachel? She's wearing a headband? Yeah. And, like, a side pony? Yeah. Yeah, that's Miss Rachel. She doesn't really do, like, I just, I mean, I love that for her. Get your bag, girl. Yeah. But, yeah, like, no, them babies will ride to dawn. That's so funny. It's like little Coco felons. Yeah. Well, I did get punched in the face because, um... It's a four-year-old. A felon. Yes, yeah. a, a four-year-old identified that I was not Princess Elsa when I was a Disney princess back in high school yeah. for parties. Punched right in the nose. Started crying so. Hard. And you know we try to dupe them. But speaking There's of, art, man. I guess like movies and whatever. Obviously, it's Barbenheimer weekend. Barbenheimer. I did see both. So first. Oh, the- don't spoil Oppenheimer. I'm seeing it like at the end of the month because we want to go see it in a big IMAX theater. Girl, girl, you know you. I don't know how to tell you this. Mm-hmm. You know Oppenheimer's history. Yes. Baby, how am I going to spoil it? It already happened. Oh, I know. But, I mean, any, like, cinematog... Any cinema... Anything that's... Just... <laughs> Girl, do you know what happened in World War II? No, that's yes, literally... Yes. This. yes, yes, yes. No, but anything that's particular to the movie, obviously, don't spoil it. We won the war. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but like, for example, what I didn't want spoiled, which I saw on TikTok, is that there was a full, like, four minute sex scene with Florence Pugh. No, there wasn't. That's what TikTok said? Uh, yeah, there's like 30 seconds. Oh, okay. It was like really uncomfortable. It's like really solid in the theater. Oh, that's really gross. Where should I look? Everybody loves Florence Pugh, too. I saw it in 70 millimeter film. Yes. Because the guy I'm seeing wanted to. And we saw it in Dolby IMAX, because he wanted to. That was the loudest movie I've ever seen in my life no it was like giving jump scares not because it was scary because it would be silent for 10 minutes like the, the movie would be silent and then there were boom and I, girl give me a warning like no it was scary and it was also so loud um <laughs> i heard was- people were in the next room watching barbie and they heard like the bombs go off in the oppenheimer theater at the really emotional part Literally, of barbie because it's like the dolby imax so mm-hmm. my my sheet my seat is shaking rocking i was like okay i don't need it to be there like i got i got shaking. the idea <laughs> i got the premise that's funny you saw it at like 9 a.m i literally saw it at 9 a.m like i had popcorn for breakfast and a part of me was like they're selling the barbie popcorn like the pink one and i was like it is in fact 9 a.m i don't want that many chemicals in my like is my are things gonna be pink I don't know. So I had a regular popcorn. Then I had breakfast after, which is a little bit weird. But it was really good. And I saw Barbie. And it was so funny because, like, the girls went to go see it. And then one of our guy friends came. So his girlfriend's friends with us. And he showed up in his pink, too. I don't know. It was so cute. It was Joel. <laughs> and it was so cute. Um, I don't know what I... I knew it was going to be, like, a feminist, like, movie because it's Greta Gerwig, obviously. But it was so good. And, like, I don't think that... Um, people can read and understood that it was pg-13 the amount of babies in that theater i'm like just because it's barbie does not mean that it's a kid's movie and it was not a kid's movie they talked about genitalia actually multiple times and like patriarchy and stuff and people are like well my well, that's not okay for my kids it's pg-13 is your kid 13 no leave them at home people on facebook are going crazy because they were like i brought my five-year-old kid to the barbie movie and it was not about barbies i was like, like well yeah i should have read yeah look up a synopsis or literally anything about the barbie movie and you'll know it it's was so cute though because in the middle so of the movie this little girl um she had to be like four or five and she was like dressed up in her like pigtails and her dress and she just darted from like the top of the theater towards the screen with her doll <laughs> i was oh like oh my god that and her mom was cry. chasing her i sobbed like the whole movie because i was like I love being a woman and it was so funny because my friend my guy friend was like I don't get it 
I was like, I'm, I'm sure you don't. And there was like one scene where it's like, they're making fun of men, obviously, and like how cringy they are. And he's like, dude, that montage was sick. I was like, oh, it's almost like the shoe fits. Yes. So well. It's perfectly fitting. I'll talk about the negative first because I do have a lot of positive stuff to say about the Barbie movie. Spoiler alert. Um, we will be talking in depth. But I saved this TikTok to talk about on the pod um, because I literally, I just think that this is a great representation of how annoying certain men are. Here we go. These are some reviews of the Barbie movie from solely straight men. Here we go. Film so ass, especially hard to watch. Literally just make men seem horrible and plain. Proves how women have no empathy for the male experience. <sighs> Moving on. Yeah. Blonde with big T word to describe boobs. I'm sure you're going to be okay, honey. Oh, I thought you said, I meant teeth. Oh, no. With, I was like, like why, why do I do with her teeth? I know. I just think it's so dehumanizing. I hate feminists. <laughs> Kind of impressive set pieces and cinematography, but the amount of unattractive women in the movie really failed to suspend my disbelief. The, Trash I know movie, that man. I know what he looks like. I know, I know he, there's Cheeto dust on his fingers. Beard. It's all in his beard. Mm-mm. His beard also doesn't connect. Ugh, at all. And then trash movie, female incels are wilding again. Almost done. One of the most evil movies ever made. This movie is a Trojan horse for kids to force down man-hating and anti-feminist materialistic and totalitarian propaganda. This film is political propaganda piece, no art piece whatsoever. And last one, simply awful in every way possible. I can't believe this has become such a big hit. Totally emasculating in every way. That's how I know they didn't watch the movie because like that's like half the joke is that men are always angry about, yeah, I just can't. With their casa de casa. What, what is oh, that? Ca- uh, do you remember? Mojo Dojo Casa House. Yeah, Mojo Dojo Casa House. I'm so happy you remember. And the thing is, I know multiple men who would think that's like a sick name. So now that we're finished with the negative part of like the controversy surrounding the Barbie movie that is literally non-existent, but that literally insults, of course, they find a problem with everything. I want to talk about the good parts of the Barbie movie and just stuff that I really loved and why every single person ever should go see it. One of them was the fact that... And Wait, did you see like, it? Huh? You saw it? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Yes, oh yes, yes. Um, And it was the part where Barbie looked at the um, woman at the bus stop. It was like an older woman and started crying. I thought that was one of the most, I thought that was more emotional to me than the end part of the film. They wanted to cut that scene. They did want to cut that scene. And then Greta was like, if this scene isn't in the movie, I don't know why I'm making this movie. And that was really touching to me as well. So it was like the undertones of the scene and then the actual scene made me cry too. But the thing is, the thing that I didn't realize about that scene until talking about it after is that the reason why she thought the woman was so beautiful, the older woman, was because in Barbie land, they're never taught to be scared to age. Which I was like, first off, I was like, oh, she's just being nice. Like, that's cute because, like, that girl probably played Barbies too or whatever. But I was like, that's literally so cute. Yeah, they don't know the concept of aging, which is really cute. So they're just like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. And then it's it's so fitting because then Barbie wants to become human. She, like, wants to age. But then um, it's like, were they born that size? That's a good question. I feel like they were just um, You're like, We're not manifested. That. Yeah. <laughs> not that. And then another part of the movie that I liked was the ending scene. This is just a funny anecdote where she was like, I want to go. Wait, what did she say? She's like, I'm here to see my guy in college. <laughs> oh, yeah, really fucking cute. And then I also liked how just the whole movie had just like, so many feminist undertones and also LGBTQ undertones. I thought it was like all really important. And I loved how cute it was. The cinematography was amazing. It kept me entertained. And then also, it was just really powerful. So if you haven't gone to see it, go watch it. I have a funny story. After I saw it, I was walking out of the movie theater with Zach. And 
we are walking behind this group of like eight, nine year old girls. And there's just like their pack of them, like 12. They all went to go see it. Like there were our parents chaperones, but they all went to go see it together. Clearly they were a friend group. It was super cute. And at one point, one of them turned around to look at me and I was wearing like not anything pink, but I was kind of wearing like all white and like my hair was up and I was looking fresh and funky. So the girl turned around and saw me and then like poked her friend. And my hair was really bleach blonde at that point too. Cause I still had my extensions in, which is a whole other story. Dear listeners, I'll tell you about that later. But she like tapped all of her friends and they all looked at me and started gawking at me like, <gasps> and I was like, Oh my God, they think I'm Barbie. <laughs> it was such a Leo moment, which also, by the way, it's Leo season. Oh yeah. It is. I opened my phone today. I went. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it was Leo season starting yesterday, which is really exciting. Leos actually bring me fear. Yes, if I date another man whose birthday is in August, I will actually need like a lobotomy, an ice pick lobotomy. I my I dated Le- I did, my ex was a Leo man. Demonic men. <laughs> um, I can't. Yeah, no, they're they're no good. I love Leo women most of the time. Yeah, Leo there's like men like half me. of them. Yes, it's like everyone in my life is a Leo. And it's, and it's interesting as someone who's slightly introverted. I'm not introverted. I like to have my alone time. But it's interesting because people who are Leos like thrive off of energy. And most of the time I don't have energy. So it's interesting dichotomy. Well, that's also interesting because I thrive off of your energy. And you always are coming around saying you don't have any energy. Yet you give me energy. But I think it's just because you're like a life source. And also you're the funniest person I've ever Because I'm a diamond. You are a diamond. That was so sweet of you to say about yourself. I enjoy that. I love when people feel good about themselves. That makes me laugh. Is like I'll compliment myself. Everyone's like, "What?" And I'm like, "I know. I can do that sometimes." Well, also that was another thing that I liked about the Barbie movie. It's when they got awards at the beginning of the movie, the montage where she was just living her life and loving it. Um, when they were getting like Nobel Peace Prize awards or like journalism awards, they were like, "I know." Thank you. Yes, that's right. You know, and then the president, someone told the president she looked good. She was like, I know. And yeah. no one batted an eye at it. It's Issa Rae. She needs to know that. Yes. Um, one thing about the Barbie movie that made me laugh is that I've never found Ryan Gosling to ever be attractive until the Barbie movie. That's so funny. I felt the exact opposite. Not that I didn't think he was unattractive in the Barbie movie, but I felt he was attractive in like Crazy Stupid Love, The Notebook, uh, La La Land. No? None of them? I hate La La Land. <gasps> I'm so sorry. Oh, Every girl's got my favorite movie. Knife in my heart. I almost got up and left in the middle of that movie. I was like, it's the worst movie I've ever seen. Oh, I didn't see it in theaters, but I would have loved to see it in theaters. No, that was like, that might be like the worst, top three worst movies I've ever seen Well, in you don't life. like The Notebook either, do you? No. No. That's also like on that same list. Yes. <laughs> but yes. the thing is, I don't like Rich Monk Adams or Emma Stone. I like Emma Stone not in that role. She can't sing or dance. So I was like, why would you do this role? I actually agree. I thought it was impressive. I don't think Brian can dance either. I thought it was really impressive that he learned to play the piano for that role. But his dancing made me cringe harder than Emma's. There's like this one scene where they're like on like a little like ledge. Yes. And like, I actually got up and left. I was like, this is so, it's really annoying me. I know. I think it was also like the movie, like the music interjected. I usually love musicals, but something about it was so bad that I didn't like it. But Ryan Gosling, yeah, like notebook, too long, too whiny, don't like it. And I love rom-coms, but not that one. But something about him as Kim, like, I was like, mm, it's purring a little bit. Like, it's I like it. Like, in the fur, like, the Mojo Dojo vibe. I don't know. I was, I was like, 
You're kind of. I kind of. I kind of like it. Did you notice in the big dancing scene, um, which I loved by the way, because that also hinted towards Greece, which I love. I was freaking. There was like 15 references in that scene alone. In yeah, in that one song, but I loved it because yeah, West Side Story reference for sure. Also, Um, but I loved the part where the two guys like went like he twirled them in, they both kissed him on the cheek because you can see Ryan Gosling break so hard that he just starts crying laughing, and you can tell it's like he's laughing through that whole song. Yeah, as Ryan. Ryan Gosling, yeah. not Ken, which I think is the best. And I'm happy you noticed it, too, yeah. because I asked Zach if he noticed. He was like, no, what are you talking about? This is just his character. I totally disagree. That was just Ryan. I also liked when the narrator, like, broke through the wall and was like, Margot Robbie's not the right person. Helen to, like, Mirren. ugly. Yeah. Which is so funny, because, like, whenever there's, like, a movie like that, they always choose either Helen or... Um, Judy Garland, not Judy Garland. No, but I, you know what? I, that's actually so funny. I was just about to say Judy Garland, too, but I know you're talking about Julie... Um, Judy Garland died. No, it's not. But I. It's Julie the, Andrews. Yeah, yeah. Julie there Andrews. you go. So I was like, wait, isn't she dead? Yeah, I know. But Robbie movie was so good. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true she pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her '90s supermodel days, and later. The co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
So now we are going to get into the meat, the topic, the ground beef of this episode. And Sydney and I... The ground beef? Yes. I felt right in the moment. Sydney and I... It's a specific kind of meat cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, the steak, the ribeye of this episode. Sydney and I are playing off of the episode that we played We're Not Really Strangers in. Because that was one of our highest listened to episodes. Everybody loved it. We got a lot of engagement on that. And we hear you. We love you. So we are going to play another game. It is, if you know Piccolo, it's like that without alcohol. It's called Taz. I mean, like you can drink during it, but we're just not doing it. I mean, I have a glass of wine, but I'm not going to like chug it or anything. Um, it is Taz, T-O-Z. And basically what it is, is you put you put in your names or the names of people around you. And it generates random questions through a series of mini games. So like Truth or Dare, you have seven seconds to answer. There are 10, but if you know that game, most likely, like who's most likely to whatever. And then like, would you rather? So we're going to go through as many mini games as we can until the end of this episode. And who knows, we might be able to make a part two out of this because we're already 20 minutes in. (laughs) And just like that, there was a part two. Okay, so we're going to start with Truth or Dare, except there's only one option and it's Truth because we're all... We're playing Truth. <laughs> um, should we do 25 or 50 cards? 25, right? Def- is there less than that? No. Oh, then yeah, I guess that one. I also do want to plug this app, and this is not sponsored in any way whatsoever, but I love this app. I love it without drinking. I love it at, when I'm at a party and I'm drinking with everybody. I love it when I'm meeting new people and I want to get to know everyone. It's a great app. I downloaded it a couple months ago. It's free. The Apple Store, go get it. That's why okay. Piccolo kills me. I'll be like, take your under off. And I'm like, yo. No, Piccolo. Just met these people. Piccolo's like, take your shirt off and then rub your whatever with it. And I'm like, no, okay. I'm not going to do that. Okay, Sydney. This would be funny if I got this question and you're going to know why in one second. Sydney, how long at the most have you gone without a shower? <laughs> Wouldn't it be hilarious if I got this question? Not even kidding, like two days. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, when I had COVID, two days. Yeah. If you guys don't know, I shower like twice a day. It's like therapy every morning, for me. Every night, 40 minute showers. It's true. It's called growing up black. Because <laughs> if I got in my bed with my outside clothes, or like, bleh, the I outside hate that. feel on yourself. Like literally outside. Literally, my clothes are wore outside. My parents would beat my ass. So. Really? I'm going to just tell the story. Because okay. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sarah and I went to Paris. You've heard the stories a million times. We tell it every episode. <laughs> we were there for, I'm not kidding. It had been five days. I know because I kept count. And. Um, Sarah and I, I wouldn't have cared as much if Sarah and I weren't sharing a bed this whole trip. And we also were in the dirtiest city in the world. Also, I do want to interject here. I did not smell. That is like a huge oh, thing. Oh, yes. She but smelled fine. Like, it, it wasn't still, the smell yes. that was the problem. It yes. was the fact that we were in the most disgusting city <laughs> in the world. This is really gross of me. Like, like I we don't were, know why. And we were, like, we were just, like, walking around. We were sitting on things and, like, in cafes and, like, on the ground on blankets and like yeah and it was hot it was like 110 degrees the whole week we were there i didn't shower for like five days no it got to day five and i was like sarah and i'm gonna hold your hand when i say this <laughs> i love you but please go take a shower i'm not sleeping in bed with you for another night when you have not showered and she was like oh my god what i was like girl go get a shower right now i totally forgot to shower isn't that crazy i don't know i don't know how to do it um okay sarah have you ever had relations with someone who didn't speak your language? I don't know what that means. Does that mean English or does that mean like who didn't or do like to dirty talk? What does that mean? Language, right? What? <laughs> when you speak, what comes out your mouth? What language comes out your mouth? 
Oh, girl, I don't think it was. Must be that deep. Do they speak my love language? I thought you were. Shut up. I thought you were gonna do that line from Hannah Montana where Miley looks at Lily and she goes, "When you talk, is it just? Do you hear what's coming out of your mouth, or is it a dull roaring in your ears?" No, so I didn't know if you were joking or you going with that, but she looked so serious. Uh, they mean the English language. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um. A man was French. Okay, Sydney. What is the most satisfying comment you've received about your looks, or just like anything physical about you? What was the most what comment? The satisfi- most satisfying comment, or the most like oh, flattering what? comment. When this drunk German man asked me if I was Rihanna, and I was like, actually, yes. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> yes, I am. Would you like a picture? Sarah, would you get back together with your ex if you knew he would be willing? And I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm just at a different place in my life and I'm dating someone new and I wouldn't give them up for the world. So not really, <laughs> but I hope they're doing well. Um, Sydney, if you were only allowed to talk to one person in a day, who would you choose? Myself. Sarah, who's the last person you hit on? My boyfriend. And here's how I did it. I texted him and I said, oh my God, this long line for this one club is giving me PTSD. And he wrote back, ha ha ha, oh my God, are you in the East Village? And I said, yes. He said, okay, where are you? And I said, I'm at this place. And he said, okay, come meet me. And then it was history from there. Oh, if I meant like this was like recently. Oh. I was like, well, I haven't hit on anybody. It was you. It's probably Camden, honestly. Yeah, probably. It was Camden. Putting on the moves. Um, Sydney, what's the weirdest trend you've been a part of? When I was little... Those shirts from Limited 2 were like the, the sweater and the shirt connected. You know what I'm talking about? No. It was like a shirt, but it had like like a sweater on top. Well, you couldn't take them apart. They were connected. Oh, like what that you would get from Justice? Yeah. Yes, I know what you're talking about. I had about. every one of those. Oh. Uh, you couldn't catch me without. I wore one of those to the Beyonce concert. Like you couldn't catch me without my sweater shirt duo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say the um, erasers that you take apart. That. Together. That wasn't a trend. That was a way of life. That was a moment. That was a uh, philosophy. Yes, and I had every single one, and you couldn't tell me anything about it. Okay, Sarah, what is your hidden talent? Well, I don't know if it's so hidden, but I can see. It's Wait, not hidden at all. This girl wakes up singing. I can hear it from her room. Say, I couldn't say. <laughs> Do you know from Victoria? Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. My hidden talent, though? She likes to yodel. I shut up. Anytime I walk the door, she goes, yeah. I don't know why she started doing that, but she's done it for like five months now. I think I got it from the Grinch movie. Because um, he does that. Uh, do I have any hidden talents? Like, I feel yes. like if I had a talent, I would This tell girl about can it. recite the entirety uh, script of every kid's movie ever. Like, I'll literally. Rock and on. I'll be like, orange. And she'll be like, oh my god, this one movie from 1941, a kid's movie, this in orange, and then recites the entire scene. It has to be a kid's movie, In though, the too. voice. It has to be a movie for actually under the age of seven. And she will know every <laughs> single word to the script. I have a good one. I know every line, and this is actually, I'm not kidding. I know every line to every scene in the original Incredibles. So not Incredibles 2, Incredibles 1. Every single line to that movie, I know it by heart. I've watched that movie, I think, 50,000 times. Anyway, Anytime I ask her what she's doing, she's watching a kid's movie. Sydney, if someone offered you a million dollars to break up with your husband, if you had one, like, right now, what would you do? Would you do it? Um, well, considering that the person that probably would have been my husband and my ex, girl, yes. I would have done it for free. Oh, man. <laughs> so, actually, yes. That would be great contingent. Okay, Sarah, tell us what you liked best about the last time you were on a date. 
It's not what the question says, but I'm making it PG-13. What? Um, tell us what you liked about the last time you had sex. Like two hours ago, probably. Actually, yeah, I don't know the like answer to that yesterday question. yesterday morning. So. Well, okay, the last time I was on a date, I liked the fact that um, he paid. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're just such a sentimental woman. <laughs> Sydney, what's the most desperate thing you've done for a guy? <laughs> Everything I've ever done. I'm literally a shapeshifter. The guy I'm dating, I will literally change my entire personality. Um, besides, like overlooking four years of cheating for a man who weighed less than me. Um, I did date a country singer once, and I let him say the N word. <laughs> It's a very dramatic. I, I was, was there when he asked to say the N word, and it was so funny. He was singing, um, "Look at me now." Look at me now. And he was like, "I can do the whole rap. Can I say the N word?" And I was like, "Sure." The looks I got, I was like, "Never you mind." You didn't hesitate a little bit because, girl, it was yeah. I was, at the time, I was not in the place to be thinking. I also pretended to like country music for that man, so you know, Ugh. a lot of bad things were done. Uh, granted, I would like to preface post this. Sorry, I'm saying it after. Okay. I've learned my lesson. I've never let men do that to me now. And he was, yes, he was a white man, if you're asking yourself. <laughs> and I do regret it very much. And I would never do that again. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for letting us know. Um, Sarah, what turns you on the most Why? Guy? Why are all the questions for you, like... Sexual? Yeah. It knows that I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I would it's say... It's so hot in this room. I literally can't think. Y'all, we're sitting in our living room during this probably heat wave, and it's so hot, I can feel my cells moving in my body. Also, smog, I'm convinced it's not a real word. I'm convinced it's from a Dr. Seuss book. I'm convinced it's, it's from the Lorac. Okay, well, I mean, the Lorax. Convinced. Because... I think the word smog predates well, the Lorax. You know what? When the, when the, um... Wait, uh, what's his name? The handler? The, um... The smuggler? The, um... The, no. The... The Onceler. When the Onceler built his fa- built his factory, smog surrounds the factory because he's making so many sweaters, and that's what I felt like the word was from. But I guess you're right. <laughs> no, I do think that um, it has probably been invented for like a million years okay. BC or AD, and um, I do not think the little orange man invented that word. I'm so sorry to burst your bubble. Damn it. Um, I would say, <laughs> I would say, stop. <laughs> I would say what turns me on most in a partner is, uh, oh, a sense of humor. I'm a sucker for a sense of humor in a man. I love it. That actually like turns me on. It's nice. Sydney, have you ever cheated on your partner? And if so, why? And if not, why not? I don't think so. <laughs> I was dating to me at the same time, but they're also both cheating on me. So they like it canceled out. Also, you weren't officially dating or exclusive with either one of them at the yeah. time, right? One of them was hooking up with their boss, and the other was an underage girl. So, I feel like it absolved Ew. itself. <laughs> Secondly, it was with each other. It's PEMDAS. It cancels out. And it was with each other. Yes. So, in the end, you, it would cancel all out and equalize to zero. So, no, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the man I have been with. <laughs> I do think about it a lot. And that is the end of Truth or Dare. That is the end of our first mini game. We still have four more to do. We can make a part two out of this for sure. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives 
and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, the next mini game is seven seconds. You ready? This is, what does that mean? It means you have seven seconds okay. or a certain amount of seconds to like answer the question. So, so it's it, not always seven? No, it could be, no, it could be, we have to decide right now whether it's five, seven, or ten seconds. So why is it called seven seconds if you can choose the name? Because it, the default is seven, I don't know. <laughs> Giving people the option, don't need. Okay, it should be five, seven, or ten seconds. Whatever. <laughs> Let's do seven. It's the median. Okay, great. Twenty-five cards. Random. Launch it. Okay. <laughs> Launch it. <laughs> Sarah, name three ministers. No, I automatically lose this. <laughs> the Pope. Like, is he a minister? I don't know. It's, it's semantics. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Well, in that case, like my uncles. <laughs> like Mister John. Yeah. Mr. Jack. Well, I lost. I'm not gonna count that. Oh, like Minister of like Commerce. No minister, like of ordained minister. Of the church. Actually, Universal Life Church, um, they ordain everyone, so. Well, there you go. That's like, how many people is that? It's like a thousand people or something. (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm sure they've ordained like 18 million, but you know, a thousand is a really good guess. I thought that was just like a church, like a, oh, never mind. Don't look at me. Okay, Sydney. (laughs) 
Sydney, name the three strangest names you know. Go. Jedediah, um, Apple, and Ocean. Good ones. Those are all the names of every single Bravo cast member's kids of all time. No, if you name your kid Jedediah, we need to have a talk. Because if they're always Jehovah's Witnesses and or Mormons, just not the problem. Because I love that you have the freedom to choose your religion. It's more so that that name was from 1830, and it reminds me of a slave owner. And why would you name your kid Jedediah? <laughs> if you name Jedediah, I'm so sorry. Sarah, <clears throat> I'm going to lose. Name three famous Susans. I'm going to lose. Susan Susan from Seinfeld, who's George's ex-wife. Does it call Susan in Desperate Housewives? Susan in Desperate Housewives, and Susan... I don't know a single... Ooh, there's a girl named it's Susie it. in my class. I don't know if her name is Susan. Yeah, she's also not famous, so... Yeah. Oh, hey, one. guess what? Well, she could be. Oh, don't I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Sydney. I'm losing. Name three movies to watch for a romantic evening. Go. Um, White Chicks. Um, um, sex, Love, and Other Thing. That's not a movie. Is it crazy stupid love? Is that what you're trying to think? I don't know. It's like ten. I don't really know what I was going for with that. I just started panicking. The other one, the lucky one, other woman, I don't know. I did watch White Chicks on a date recently and I was like crying laughing. Oh, White Chicks is so I've seen it a hundred times and it's like it would never be released today. But I'm glad that it was. I think it's really funny. In the time that it was. Because you lost that one. <laughs> we were so bad. Hey, I, I gave some opinions. <laughs> was it love, sex, money? What was that? I, I actually could. In my head, it sounded like a thing. That's so funny. I think you were trying to say crazy, stupid love. No, whatever. I was thinking of that and another one that has other things in it. Sarah, name three things that vibrate. Go. My vibrator, uh, my toothbrush, and um, a massager. I won. I say your lungs. Oh, do they vibrate? <laughs> oh, your vocal cords. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> We're actually so Um, Sydney, name three countries in Europe where you can't pay with euros. Go. London, Ireland, Wales. Perp. Is Wales a country? Yes. Yes, it is. Is it? No, it's a vibe. Girl, you know, <laughs> it's like, no, y'all f- never forget season two, Sarah tried to convince me that Ireland was not in Europe. Don't know where else it would be, but... Wales is a country. I forgot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Welsh. <laughs> Sarah, <clears throat> name three celebrities you'd be willing to date if you had the chance. Whoa. Go. Chris Evans, Matthew McConaughey, Killian Murphy, uh, Derek Quenna. There you, you go. would date Killian Murphy. Actually, it's very funny because <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like, you guys should be Barbie and Oppenheimer for- Everyone's going to do that though. And he looks like him. They have the same like, body right. type. Uh. Um, and you look like Barbie. This weekend has been really interesting because it's obviously Barbenheimer and Margot Robbie is on, and Margot Robbie and Florence Pugh are on my boyfriend's hall pass list and Kelly Murphy's on my hall pass list. So this weekend has been just a mesh of so interesting y'all, I don't want to watch y'all watch Oppenheimer. Ew, no. Actually, yes. You two especially. <laughs> Get out of here. Okay. Sydney, name three objects that start with the letter T. Go. Tooth. Table tongs. Great job. Thank you. That's actually really fast. Oh my god. That reminds me of those really weird NPC things happening on TikTok right now. Like those, you haven't seen all those lives where like you send them like those money emojis. Like now we can like pay money to send them things. Yes. And they'll be like, mm, yum, like that's a cookie. Or like, 
oh my god, cowboy, wee wee wee, and they just like do different reactions. Yeah, you don't know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about, oh. but give them heard like all the stuff that's happening with no, that. no. So there's this creator named Pinky Doll. She's like the one that's like the most like famous of the NPCs, I guess. She'll have like 80k people on her live at any given time, and she said she makes like five thousand dollars every like 20 minutes from doing it. Is she the one who like kind of sits there like this? She has the. Yeah, she has a flat iron and she puts popcorn in it. And she's like, mmm, yum, ice cream. And I'm like, Ew, no. And it's oh. so uncomfortable. And now everyone's doing it. And I'm like, this is not for y'all. Okay, it's the people who are sitting there kind of bouncing up and down yeah. like a video game character. And you're like, oh, yeah, NPCs. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, oh. Like, yeah. It's, okay. like a, it's like a sexual kink. Yes. I don't know how people decide that was a kink, but alrighty. I mean, because we talk about this all the time, too. It's like women who act like they're children. That's the biggest ick to me ever. It's like they're like. Oh the thing is, that's another controversy with her is that in her lives she says that she's nineteen, but in her old video she says she's thirty-seven. And the craziest part is, people were like bringing that up on Twitter to make the point that like it's creepy that she has to pretend to be like barely legal for men to find that to be attractive. And then the men in the comments were like, "We're canceling her because she's not actually nineteen. You are outing yourself as a weirdo, weird, weird, a pervert." <clears throat> also. It's weird on both ends because it's like you're outing yourself. Obviously, these type of men who are into this crap, you're the source of the problem. But these people who are feeding into it makes no sense because not only do they have to pretend that they are 19, 18, whatever, it's like they wear Hello Kitty ears and they love pink and they wear their hair in pigtails and they up their voice like four octaves and it's just really friggin' creepy. It's like you're, you're playing into the system. And I, I mean, yeah, you're making the system work for you, but you're doing it in a really pedophilic way. It's just not yeah. very cool at all. Like, I'm not one to kink shame unless it's pedophilia or it's like weird kinks it's perverted. that involve children. Yes. Like you're weird. Or children aspect, like very yeah, childlike children, aspects. children like things. Exactly. It's it's no good. Um, it's, part of the it, it is very bad and no good. <laughs> <laughs> you know that children's book, Alexander had a very bad, no good day. It's like the no very good, bad. very bad day. Yeah, something. Yeah, I don't know the first part was in there. We got it. Um, Sarah, name three books. Alexander had a very <laughs> good day. <laughs> she said Harry Potter 1, Harry Potter 2, and Harry Potter 3. Thank you. Harry Potter, Haunting Adeline. We're done. Sydney, name three landmarks of London. Why are you getting all the historical ones? Because they know I'm that I'm that B. They know, and I'm I'm getting called the sexy kinky ones. And you're like, <laughs> name three landmarks that are. <laughs> yeah. Okay, three landmarks of London. Go. Um, Big Ben, Tower of London, and London Eye. Oh, I'm going to London. Maybe, maybe not. Oh, <laughs> I hope you do. Thank you, Sarah. Name three jewelry stores. Uh, Missouri, <laughs> Tassel and Bow, and a Cartier. I'm just dead because I just know. I laughed so hard into my mic. I'm actually so sorry for everyone's ears. <laughs> um, Sarah, name three places where you can keep animals. Go. A farm, a house, a pet store. These are good. I won. What? Sydney, name three rivers in Europe. Um, Go. The Seine. Fucking Isles in Africa. Oh, the Seine, the Thames. And oh my gosh, the other one. I don't know. I didn't know. <laughs> other one. one. We actually know all of these because of World War II battles yeah. or World War One battles. Yes. But you know, I got two, and I deserve a silver medal for that. I actually can't wait to see who wins this because I feel like we've been getting a lot wrong and right, like back and forth. I oh think my, I'm gonna lose. Oh my god, the Danube River, in the Rhone River. I should have known that. Right. Sarah, name three countries starting with an <laughs> S. Right. I freak out when I hear this question. I'm done. <laughs> you 
I get, no, I get so freaked Sweden. out. No, I get so Switzerland. I get Spain. so freaked out when <laughs> like, people girl. ask me to name countries. It didn't happen in one game. Oh no, we did like the the around the world game, and it got to you. You're like the third person to go, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. like, name any country actually ever. Oh, we were playing Girls' Night. Sydney, name three reasons for not participating in oral sexual relations. Go. Don't want to. One, two, three. No. Yeah. I don't want to. I really don't want to. I super don't want to. <laughs> I don't know you. Love it. I think that's even a card. Sydney, name three types of relatives. What, like cousins, sisters, and dads? Yeah. What kind of questions? You're done. <laughs> Why do you get the easy ones? Sarah, name three ways to end up in court other than creating a free party game. Why can I have gotten this? That's literally my job. Not Go. to end up in court, but whatever. Okay, speeding ticket. You're refuting a speeding ticket. Uh, restraining order and divorce settlement situation and no one agrees. Right? You just got into so much detail and you could have just said three. <laughs> it's true. Sydney, name the three body parts that women prefer in men. Go. Arms. Does a beard count? No. Beard? No, it could. Nose and oh. lips. Sarah, name three countries that have a red color in their flag. I know you can't. The United States, Italy, oh my god, Turkey. Canada. Why'd you say Turkey? That was so specific. It's true. I know, but that's so, that's literally every it. single flag ever, and you chose to name Turkey. I was going to say Pakistan, but that's truly not red whatsoever. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I'm proud. Actually, Pakistan does have. It's black, red, and green. I thought it was just green. You thought the whole flag was just green? No, the color said. You thought it was a green You thought it was a green flag. Pakistan's just green. Boop, 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 boop. You're telling me the packet. It's green and white. Okay, white too, but you said green. I was like, girl, well, you know what I mean. Like the actual colors. What's a boring color? Oh, Palestine is black, red, and green. Sydney, name three events that made you cry. Like life events. Ready? My birth, my birthday, and Valentine's Day. <laughs> so fucking depressing. You want that. I'm going to give that to you because I love you. It was literally, it wasn't factually wrong. Yeah, yeah. Sarah, name three objects we want to put around our neck. Go. Please. Um, Why do you get all the ones? A choker, a collar if you're a dog, or really super kinky. Those are all the same things. Forms and necklaces. Okay, Sydney won. (laughs) But you won 14 to 16. You won by two. Should we do the way you say everything so excitedly actually kills me? <laughs> I just get excited about genuinely everything. No, Sarah walks in today and she's like, hey, Sydney. I was like, hey, she goes, I'm in a really bad mood. I was like, you said I have a gigantic smile on your face. Um, I'm going to, okay, if you want to hear about my hair extension actual saga, like it's better than the Twilight Saga, stay tuned for our next episode. We're going to do a part two of Taws. We have for you to look forward to, there are 10, but most likely two. And would you rather next podcast episode? So go check that out. Because both of, both of these are going to be out around the same time. Make sure to follow us on social media at Crying in Public Podcast on TikTok and Instagram. And listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.